G'day superstars, g'day legends, it's Peps and I'm here with Tipped Out's round 17 selections for a massive, a huge, a monumental finals shaping round of AFL football and what a belter of a game it was last night with the Richmond Football Club getting the chocolates over Sydney. I did go with Sydney to take this one out but unfortunately the Tigers just, it was amazing, after getting smashed the week before, they've just turned up and beaten the Swans at their own game. I thought the Swans were going to run away with this one early on. But Richmond did what they always do, having 28 scoring shots to 20. And in the end, uh, the 13-point margin said a little bit more about Richmond's hopes of playing finals. I still think they'll miss. And I'll pretty much have to say Sydney at Kaputsky for season 2023. But it's all going to be really kicking off tonight, Friday, July 7. 7.50 p.m. at Superhero Stadium, Marble Stadium, the Western Bulldogs versus Collingwood. I'm telling you now, this is the game of the weekend. If you go by all the selections across the board, all the tips from all the experts, the non-experts, your aunties, your uncles, the psychics, etc., it's literally split 50-50 down the middle. Some big ins this weekend for both teams. When you have a look at it, Ed Richards comes back in for the Dogs. And for Collingwood, Ash Johnson and Jordan Degoe are back in as well. Unfortunately, with Brody Meyer check out and Maynard out, it's going to be a little bit difficult for them. I am still going with Collingwood. The trust factor with them is just a little bit higher than it is with the Western Bulldogs at this moment in time. I still think they are a little bit susceptible down back. That's saying Jamari Yugelhagen is playing some cracking football down forward and Joe, uh, Jordan Degoe back in the team. Is he going to spend more time up forward with check being out? Well, that mean Cox means spend more time down forward? We don't know, but this is going to be an absolute corker. I am going with Collingwood, but by the barest of margins, a bee's dick. One point in for this one. All right. One game that's not going to be difficult to pick is going to be the Brisbane Lions versus the Wet Toast Eagles. Jab of the heart, 1.45 p.m. tomorrow. Brisbane by the length of the Flemington straight. We know that they've got third position pretty much locked in at the moment. It's going to be a percentage booster for them. They need to keep winning, and they need to keep smashing on that percentage. Zorko's in for them, and Gunston's in as well too. McGovern is in for, I think, his first game for the year, and also Tim Kelly back in for the West Coast Eagles as well too. It's not going to make much of a difference. Brisbane will smash this. It'll be too easy for them. Don't even put put the multi over 40, 40 points for this one. Charlie Cameron to kick at least three, and Dan O'Hur to have another week out. So that means that we're skipping on to the next game. GWS have been in really good form over the last few weeks. Good game against Melbourne last week up there at TIO Stadium versus the Hawthorne Hawks, a giant stadium. Their home ground, the traditional fighting point for these two teams, 4.35 p.m. Going with the Giants again. Giants, uh, oh, no, I'd say this one quite easily as well too. Their form over the last few weeks has been magnificent. Their midfield has just been doing everything Lucky Whitfield is back in too, which is sensational. Uh, the hyphen is back in for the Hawks as well too. Denver, Granger, Barassan, Impey, and Brockman back in for the Hawks as well. But I don't think it's going to play much of a difference because the Giants, their football last week, even though they uh, got significantly outscored in the inside 50s, they hit the scoreboard a lot more cleaner than Melbourne. And Toby Green was absolutely sensational down forward as well too. And don't forget that other guy who's uh, been sort of getting under the radar a little bit of late when I'm talking about Josh Kelly. I know he's been paid an absolute bucket load of kish to be up there, but he has been showing some really, really good form. And I've said it, said it before, he was down in a Melbourne a club. He would be a superstar of the league. But the Giants, 
I'm going by five goals with this one. I think that they deserve to have a blowout game. They haven't had a blowout loss, and they haven't had a blowout win for quite a while. I'm going with the Giants to beat the Hawks. All right. If we said that the game on Friday night, tonight, between Western Bulldogs and Collingwood was going to be a biggie, well, this is going to be almost uh, final eight defining. Secure the Saints versus the Melbourne Demons at their traditional fighting stadium of Superhero Stadium. Marble Stadium, 7.25 p.m. tomorrow. When you have a look at both teams, it's going to be a little bit difficult to say who I'm going to go with because Billings is in, Zane Cordy and Zach Jones in for this game. Jones and Billings playing their first games for the season. For the Ds, Charlie Spargo, James Jordan and Taj Wowoden has been brought in as well. Looks like Goody went to old 58 at Bunnings and has swung the axe with James Harms, Joel Smith, who I think is a bit stiff, and Kay Chandler all being omitted. Where is Jacob Van Roy and everybody? Plays, I think, about 12 games in a row, 12, 13 games in a row, could be even more, and then gets dropped. No reason coming out of the club. Dry conditions under the roof with no Bailey Fritch. You'd think he'd be a shoe-in to take this one, but, but they haven't put him out. If you have a look at the Saints, though, they're missing Hill, Higgins, Josh Battle, and Ryan Burns has been omitted as well, too. So I think even though Melbourne is still missing Oliver with uh, the uh, infected, blister-related hamstring uh, injury, which is going on, which will probably be 11 weeks in total by the time it's finished. Still not there. I think just with the losses out of the Ford and the mids for St Kilda, it's just going to be a little bit too difficult for them. I reckon Melbourne need to win this one, solidify that fourth spot. They've got a couple of harder games coming up as well, too. I'm going by the Ds, but this will be a very, very tight game, and I'm not seeing more than three goals in it Melbourne's way or St Kilda's way. Port Adelaide versus the Gold Coast Suns is the next game up on the cords. Everybody, when we have a look at this, this is going to be a Saturday night special. Port Adelaide going for their umpteenth win in a row. The Gold Coast Suns massively disappointing after last week. When you consider that it was the first sellout game for many, many years, their opportunity to have a pinching win against a top team and they weren't able to deliver the goods. Um, massive letdown for Stewie Jew and his troops. Port Adelaide only gets stronger with Junior Rioli, Lockie Jones, and Sam Hayes back in. Took Miller, fantastic, has been brought in uh, for his first game in a long time for the Gold Coast Suns. But it's Port Adelaide, it's at home. Gold Coast are going to have to do a hell of a lot more than what they served up last week. And I think Port Adelaide are going to be way too strong. 70%, 76% of all tipsters are going with Port Adelaide at the moment, according to Squiggle AFL prediction. And I'm pretty much agreeing with that one as well, too. It might be tight early, but I reckon that uh, Port Adelaide might be able to quick kick away, especially when you've got. Rioli down there, Dixon will be down there, Marshall's floating around. Don't forget Rosie, Butters, Wines, Horn Francis, so many options down there. Uh, it's not going to be easy for the, the for the poor backman either with King uh, having some good form over the last couple of weeks. But I will say, just unfortunately, it's, it's the wrong place at the wrong time for the Suns, wrong place for Stewie Jew at the moment. And Port Adelaide, Port Adelaide will get their 87th win in a row. All right. Let's get into the Sunday games. Geelong versus North Melbourne at GM HBR Stadium is where the game is going to be played. Sunday, 1.10 p.m. Look, there's not really much to talk about this because I know that uh, if you have a look at the ins, Parfait, O'Connor, Mitch Knevitt, Orsland Mullen, Oliver Dempsey, Sam Menengola all coming in. Charlie Lazaro, Cooper Harvey playing his first game. Also, Taj Y. Woden playing his first game for the Ds this week as well too, which is going to be massive. It's Geelong. It's at home. North have been a lot better over the last uh, number of weeks. We know that they've, uh, they're have they in their rebuild phase, but I like what they see. 
Love everything that Larky's been doing. But unfortunately, Geelong are just going to be way too strong at the home game, at their home home ground. Could be, could get, I won't say ugly, but this could be easily a six or seven goal win to Geelong. Could be more. But hey, North Melbourne have been pretty good on the defensive side of things as well. So if they can match it in the midfield, you never know what could happen. But Geelong, I think they'll do it quite easily. But uh, don't be surprised if this is a little bit tighter than we think it might be. Well, we've already had Western Bulldogs and Collingwood. We've already had St. Kilda and Melbourne being two absolute sensational games for this weekend. We've got another one on Sunday afternoon, and we're talking about Essendon versus the Adelaide Crows. And this one, my friends, is going to be an absolute rip-snorter at Marvel Stadium again, 3.20 p.m. Essendon love it under the dome, and they are coming home finals, final side Absolutely purring, and they have a massive opportunity to lock in a spot in the eight. They've just got to keep winning, and hopefully this seventh versus eight uh, game. The other reason I'm picking Essendon over this one is because it's under the dome. If it was at Adelaide, Adelaide, bar none. But unfortunately, they, we just can't trust them outside of the Adelaide Oval. And I do trust Essendon a lot more. Cox is in. <laughs> Nick Hyde is in. Nick Bryan is in. Hallie Himmelberg is in. Harry Schoenberg, James Bolas is in for his first game. Good yuck, young man. And Patrick Parnell as well. Jordan Butts is out, and unfortunately, we cannot lie about that one. Look, probably the, the best forward line going around at the moment besides the flow and the connection between Collingwood, uh, which I'm talking about Adelaide, but just Essendon across the board, really exciting to see. And I think that they'll be able to pinch this one uh, in a very, very tight one. No more than two goals for the Essendon Football Club to win this game. All right, if you go 52% of uh, punters are going with Eston uh, to beat Adelaide, it'd be quite surprised if you look at the Fremantle versus Carlton game. Last game, now I've, I've said it so far many, many times on Lace Out, the number one AFL non-club affiliated podcast this side of the Westgate Bridge, I've said it virtually all season, that the graveyard shift, the 440 uh, slot on a Sunday afternoon has been delivering cracking games over the season. And this is another one, Fremantle versus Carlton. Fremantle have to keep winning. Carlton have to keep winning. One of these two teams is going to be a loser this weekend unless we are picking a draw, which we may or may not. When you've got uh, Bailey Banfield coming in, Corley Ragnar playing his first uh, another game, Sam Sturt. Uh, Nat Fife is injured again. Carl Warner playing his first game for the Dockers. Good luck, young fella. Luckily, Cohen, Matt Cottrell, Tom DeConing all playing there. Charlie Kerno and Nick Newman playing their 100th games as well. Carlton got the win that they needed to last week. And Fremantle, well, they've been a bit yo-yo-y, haven't they? Up and down, up and down. So we don't know which Fremantle is going to turn up. What I will say is this. If I had to look at both teams right now, who do I trust more? I would go with Fremantle at Fremantle. Fremantle away, probably not as much, but I'm definitely going with Fremantle. It will be a couple of goals. They have to have a big blowout game. I haven't seen a game where they've dominated uh, a team over there in Perth for quite a long time. I guess a team that's on their similar level. Colonel Mackay got in a bit of form last week. I will say though, I'm just I just like what Fremantle are doing. Five going out, funny enough, is not actually going to be an issue. I think that's actually going to set be better for them because that's going to get him back to their sort of setup that they had earlier on in the season. When five came in, it caused a bit of a a bit of a um uh this disorganization uh, was almost throwing a, a pebble in the water. Ripple effect. So I'm definitely going with Fremantle for that game there. So selections for this weekend. We already know that Richmond took it out. We're going with Collingwood. I'm going with Brisbane. Going with GWS. Going with Melbourne. Port. Geelong. 
Essendon by a bee's dick and Fremantle, the wankers with anchors, to get a, another win. There you go, listeners. That's tipped out round 17 tips for this week's round of AFL football. Remember to join me, Chris Pepper, host of Lace Out, with Jamie the J-Dog Wiles being back this Monday night, 8 p.m. live on the Facebook page. Also, give us a like. Give us a, give us a like. Tell everybody uh, about our beautiful podcast. Uh, my challenge for you is to give uh, send it to a link to one of your co-friends, friends, co-friends, anyone, and tell them, hey, a few weeks to go, get out of the best uh, AFL podcast. No frills because it's how you want your footy, and it's lace out. Hope your team wins. Have a great weekend. Thanks for tuning in, listeners. We do it because we absolutely love you. It's Peps, and have a cracker of a weekend, and I'll see you Monday.